Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman, Gerald Borgay, and Espo. And guys, it's official. We have our remaining jersey that we've all been waiting for from the phoenix suns they finally unveiled their 2022-23 nike city edition uniforms can i can i unveil something here first oh, yes Jesus. let's do it right. no this isn't this isn't bad i'm excited uh gerald you got engaged a little while ago I and i didn't get you an engagement gift so i wanted to give you no a way Warren, danny granger <laughs> God. Just for you. This so, is the best day wanted, of my life. I wanted to start with that. <laughs> and I wow. got engaged recently. <laughs> I can't amazing. wait for my Christmas Hockey present. Expo. Authentic. <laughs> he actually wore that, so enjoy oh, that. Oh, all my New Mexico friends are going to be so jealous. <laughs> That's so awesome. And no Fantastic. one else but just that. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I, I thought you deserved Gerald. that, you. and when it got brought up the other day, I went, well, let's just sit in my closet. Why don't I just give it to somebody that's actually going to care about it? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so congratulations on your uh, engagement, my friend. Thank you. You're not off the hook for Christmas, but this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all winning today. Gerald mm -hmm. got himself a brand-new game-worn jersey. We got ourselves a brand-new jersey from the Phoenix Suns. Again, it's the City Edition uniforms. Selfishly, that honor... I was like, how did I win? I didn't win anything. <laughs> You're here with us, so I didn't get anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't get anything. We, we're all winning because we got a dope jersey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> These jerseys, of course, honor Arizona's indigenous communities. Um, let's talk a little bit more about them. Of course, we know it's the teal color, they have a lot of cool elements incorporated within them, including. Um, there's like an, it's almost like an alternate logo, if you will, mm -hmm. as like the belt buckle mm -hmm. on the shorts, which is pretty neat. There is words down the trimming that all are the word sun in different native languages. There's a lot of really cool elements to these jerseys. What do you guys think about so We don't even have to beat around the bush. Let's just go straight to Espo, because he's the one that has been <laughs> anti this jersey since day one. We mm -hmm. need to hear what he thinks before we could even move on. Do we have the second camera? Is that uh, on me or no? Uh, all right, then. I'll do this uh, just with the regular camera. I owe the Suns an apology. Oh, man. I was very much against the turquoise when we first saw it. I very much didn't like the jersey when we got the clearer photos of it. But the way they rolled these out, the explanation and the video that they rolled them out, I am all in on these because of what they mean, what they represent, and how well they did it to uh, to represent, I believe it's the 22 tribes here mm -hmm. in Arizona, the details in it. I tip my hat. Uh, and I saw a shirt that was a black shirt with the turquoise sunburst. And I was like, all right, when you flip that, it's actually pretty hot. I'd, I'd wear that. So, I mean, so overall, and the court, which I think we'll get into as well, spectacular. So shout out to everybody over with the Suns that put it together. I was wrong when it came to it. Turquoise still not a Suns color, but it <laughs> is a beautiful jersey in the, in what it represents. Uh, well, 
I, I, I get what you're saying about it not being a Suns color in terms of the color scheme of the Phoenix Suns, but it is an Arizona color. Yeah. Right. And that is exactly what they were going for and in, in really embracing all the tribes and stuff like that. And since day one, I mean, you and I have been on board with this jersey for sure. Um, and then the, the shorts and, and all the detail and everything that went into it uh, just make it even better. And so I, I, I thought the, the the entire thing from top to bottom, the way they rolled it out, all the different content pieces that they put together to roll it out, um, the, the big photo with all the people from the different tribes and the sons, like they absolutely nailed this a hundred percent. It was, it was, it's beautiful. And it, you know, honestly, it evoked a lot of emotion through people because of the video that they played and, and, yes. and showcasing all the different things that, that uh, go along with this beautiful state and all the people that belong to it. It was just mm, chef's kiss. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I love it. And I was on board with this as a New Mexico guy. Turquoise was our state rock. So coming here to Arizona and being here for the last, you know, 12 or 13 years, it's really cool to see that reflected here as well for the tribal nations of Arizona. Um, if we could pull up the images of the uniforms, because like the turquoise, obviously it, it pops off with the orange in a way that I wasn't kind of expecting. Um, the turquoise represents the protection stone or the living stone for those who were unaware of the, the symbolism there. The inline colors on the numbers, I know that we were kind of critical of them at first, but they look a lot better outside of kind of Devin Booker's number, mm -hmm. honestly. Um, and those reflect the colors of the medicine wheel. You've got the step pattern running down the side of the jersey and the shorts. And then if we could pull up the other one with DA on the shorts, you've got kind of that belt pattern as far as the, the traditional fire. Native American sashes. We knew we knew it would look better I with the shorts. I knew too. the shorts were going to be awesome. We did. And yeah. and it's really cool like Espo was saying the symbolism, the different elements they incorporated. I think uh someone from the Suns said this was 2 years in the making to get these jerseys out. I do wish that they had that new kind of unique logo as the center logo on the chest, but, but other than yeah. that, like this yeah. is really cool. If they had done that it would feel like a truly unique jersey. My my big knock was it looked like the orange jersey that someone had hit the paint, you know, <laughs> right. Microsoft Paint and went, let's make it turquoise mm -hmm. when you initially saw it. But, you know, I, I slam the table about this a lot. But when you hear the explanation, there's just no way you can cannot like these from from what they say. And this for. is why you wait until it's well, fully rolled out before is, you judge. The thing is, <laughs> is it always looks better when it's on a player. Mm -hmm. Every single jersey in the existence of ever has always looked better <laughs> when you see it on a player. It just does. Hold on. Let me wait time out. He just got a jersey that would that would tell you otherwise. Yeah, but if you look at that in a like a normal, like leaked photo image, it's gonna look even no, worse than it looked it on It looked the like shit both ways, I can tell you. <laughs> I was there when they unveiled it. It was awful. But let me say this. I I don't know that it's necessarily don't judge it when you see a leak, because Sacramento's jersey looked like trash in this city edition. But to me, the explanation that the Suns put together wasn't marketing bullshit. As somebody who's written that marketing bullshit for some of these jerseys before, mm -hmm. in particular the gray one uh, with the sleeves. Uh, like, <laughs> That's the only what, one that what was your pitch for that? It was about, they called it the. Uh, fire and ash and it was about phoenix <laughs> rising up from the ashes so they tried to and fire it was, an ass. It was <laughs> and, and it had a tie to the original phoenix giants whatever but uh, the, but the point being it, yeah to the baseball team that won the first championship here in arizona hmm. but anyway the, beyond the point there but like the explanation on this wasn't bullshit. Mm -hmm. It was thought out. It was thoughtful. It means something to the people that you know on the reservation and and res ball. That you know all these things that that are very important to the state. So the explanation to to me made it that much better. Yeah. Uh, and and that's where the leak didn't do it justice. You didn't understand the meaning, the full the full fledged of it you just saw a color that didn't match with what the team traditionally had been but like the 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 kings had the exact opposite they came up with this really ugly jersey that gets leaked and then they explain it represents the 10th anniversary of the team trying to leave town and the fans fighting hard and the elements are all based on their arena i don't want a jersey that looks like my arena no. so that explanation made it made no, an ugly looking jersey on our chest. even even worse <laughs> yeah yeah like 
I mean, so like to me, the, the story does have something to do with it. And when I saw the the video this morning, if you see that and it doesn't evoke some emotion in you, you're dead inside. And I'm dead inside, <laughs> and it still evoked emotion out of me. That's so. the thing is, like, of course you're going to go across social media and people are, oh, this is awful. And some people are just bashing it, saying, like, this looks like 11th graders, uh, you know, did a Photoshop for all these jerseys. And they were talking about all of them, not just ours. Um, but then, like, if you really look at – the reason why, and to me, like each team had a reason why they did something a certain way. Mm. If you take the time to really look and 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 take that in, then you understand some of them probably an afterthought. Mm. The others, well thought out, detailed planning, uh, and so you know, two years in the works. They said on this one, obviously, and that's fantastic because you want that level of detail for every little thing, if you're going to take the leap that they did and making a turquoise jersey. Mm -hmm. And for that, I think this is a very successful unveiling. And listen, the Suns, to me, um, are two for two in terms of big-time changes to a uniform. Mm -hmm. The Valley jersey and the rollout for that was phenomenal. And then this turquoise jersey, same thing. I think they knocked them both out of the park. So well done, Suns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I will say, if we could pull up the image of the court, I think yes. these will the really pop on the phenomenal. court. This is the best, one of the best parts that about all filthy. of this thing. <laughs> like, because I know a lot of people, Espo, you even said it, you wanted that to be like the main logo. The fact that that is the main logo on the, the court, court brings this, it ties it all together so perfectly well and i love the the turquoise is a classy accent mm -hmm. in this court it's in the key uh you know it's along the baseline the words that are also on the jersey or on the side paneling of the jersey or on the court this is this is cool i i believe it's a similar mountain range to the valley court uh, you know that that's on yeah. there as well so it's a little nod to you all like to this court as well when you put it all together and when you see it with the court and when we'll see him, you know, playing on that, it'll make a lot more sense. And, I, and I'm okay with it in totality. I'm so happy Espo's on the right side of history now. This is well, so exciting. Well, I, I was looking at the hat. They have they have a turquoise hat with the center court logo mm -hmm. on it. I'm like, I, I might buy that. Oh, <laughs> like, I haven't bought a jersey in a, in a while, and um, I regret not buying the Valley jersey. I should have done that. Uh, I'm probably going to buy, at a minimum, the shorts, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. I want those shorts yep. <laughs> more than anything else in the world right now. I Christmas feel you. gifts. The shorts are, like, honestly, for me, 90% of if I like a jersey is comes down to the shorts. Just because I think the shorts are way more fun. Mm -hmm. from And maybe it's just from, like, a style perspective, right? Like, I would rather wear the shorts of a jersey or a uniform than I would the top. Have we ever seen you wear shorts? No, but just like <laughs> personally. I was just, just thinking. Like, I was like, wait. On principle. In in my other life. <laughs> when she my takes her OGs by herself, she's, <laughs> she's in her basketball shorts. So overall, I think we all are pretty happy with this. And it's going to be really exciting to see this all in real life. And the first time they're going to wear these these jerseys and have this core is next Wednesday, right? The 16th yes. when they the take Warriors. on the Warriors, yep. mm -hmm. which the Warriors are going to be wearing their city edition. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be a lot of color. That's going to be a court. weird clash. It's, I thought yeah. those were black. Black They're and black, yellow. But yeah, yellow with That's the like flower. Yeah. Yeah. It's still going to be a it's clash It's going to be a colors. lot of color going yeah. on that night. Yeah, that'll be a weird um, clash. But. It'll be fun. I like it. <laughs> we do have a super chat from Libertarian. Thank you so much. Said the only thing I would change is I wish the court logo was the jersey logo. Same. We get that. That makes yeah. sense. There were some cool photoshops of, of that online as well. Yeah, people, I saw that People too. did, and I was like... Yeah, 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 that would have been that. That would have knocked it out of the park. It would have. Sure. That would have taken it from a really good level to like astronomical. Like this was yeah. chef's kiss, but yeah. still a really solid uniform, solid court. So it's going to be exciting to see them wear those next week. Um, just want to remind you guys, our friends over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app are wanting to give you some free bets, $200 specifically in free bets. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with the code PHNX, and then you can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 if your team wins. It's a good opportunity to maybe look at tomorrow's game to get yourself some uh, free bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, although tomorrow's game might be a little 
interesting, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Maybe wait until next week. I don't know. It's up to you, depending on how good you're feeling about it. If they're they playing Orlando. I mean, yeah. if they get there. If they even play it, Well, tomorrow. that's the thing. Yeah. Like, who knows what tomorrow's going <laughs> to actually look like. They were still in, uh, in Minnesota as of this morning. Uh, and it was going to be a two-hour bus ride that they're going to have to take after flying into Tampa. They were going to try to practice. Like, it's just, it's messy at, yeah. at best. It know? almost feels like they should just call an audible and be like, let's just move this yeah. tactus on the end of the season for these two teams just to be safe. Let's just give the Magic the L that they're looking for. No, just tell, tell the Magic they have to come down to Tampa. I mean, that's where the Raptors played last year. Yeah. And just say, hey, your your state's inconveniencing us, uh, inconveniencing us with this hurricane. You mm-hmm. drive down and meet us. Like, also, you don't have to bet just on the Suns. You can bet on the Cardinals, no. too. Well, it's, a, it's an NBA money line bet oh, for well, the free bet. I mean, just in general, you can buy. And I say that because I see our our resident Cardinals guy, Bo Brock, dressed as King Cliff Kingsbury right now. <laughs> I don't know what's about to happen, but it looks hilarious. Well, what is what's a pick of the week that we should be putting some money on well, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app? What I'm calling think? an audible because I was going to go football, but since there's, uh, you know, a good good uh, bet enhancer there, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go. The Denver Nuggets plus five against the Celtics tonight. Okay. Uh, the Nuggets are, are good. The Celtics have have been a little all over the place at times. I'm going to go with the Nuggets tonight plus five at a minus 110. Okay. Make a little money on some hoops tonight. All right. Yeah. So one more time. That's code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You know what is not a gamble. Shane, you got something? Yeah, what's up, Shane? Uh, first of all, the Nuggets and Celtics games tomorrow night. Um, or tomorrow night, excuse and me. Second of all, on the drafting sports we have right now, you can get Cordero Patterson to score a touchdown at any time for plus 200. The odds are boosted. So. Ooh. Well, they boosted the odds because that was what I was looking at. And while I was looking at it, the odds had changed on on that one. So. Yeah, you just have to opt in in the promotions tab. Go, it goes up to plus 200. It's usually like minus 105. All right, that's my pick then. Perfect. Well, there you go. Thanks to Shane. And that's for all users. So if you've already been a, a current user of the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can still get those type of boosted odds, which are super fun. That's what I love about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. But you know what isn't a gamble? Mm. How much fun you're going to have when you go to Four Peaks and you watch U.S. and Mexico World Cup games and you get mm. to go for free and it's going to be a blast. You get to also have giveaways Enjoy guest appearances, $3 kilt lifter, and wow, wheat pints. Also, rising players are going to show up. That's not a gamble. It's going to be fun. That's a guaranteed great time over at the Four Peaks Brewery, who we are teaming up with to host all of these matches. If you want to come hang out or uh, join in on the action, check the link in our show notes to register for absolutely free. Also... We love Four Peaks beer. We got a whole slew of it over here. If you guys haven't had any recently, I highly recommend you pick some up on your way home from work or whenever you're available to stop by the grocery store. But you do have to be 21 years or older, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. I thought she was about to invite people over to the studio. If you haven't had Four Peaks, we've got a slew of it. Come on over and grab a can. <laughs> Must if you be want to come to the studio, over. you got to ask Saul. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have uh, a have mailbag session. Too. I thought we already did the super chat. We got another one. Did you do the super chat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I completely missed that. My bad. (laughs) But thanks again for the super chat. We were very (laughs) appreciate it. So we're going to do a little mailbag episode here. We asked you guys on social and in Discord if you had any questions you wanted us to answer today. And we got quite a few. So let's get into it. Rick asked, thoughts on the increased aggressiveness from McHale? Think it can be consistent or just a byproduct of a current terrible Wolves team? Um, I think it could be consistent. It's about effort. And on the offensive side of the ball, I think he was a lot more assertive yesterday. And that's all you're looking for. You want him to be assertive. You want him to get shots up, especially when you're missing key guys like Cam Johnson. Um, so I, I definitely think that, you know, he he saw the opportunity last night against a really weak defense, and he took advantage of it. I hope that gives him the confidence to keep doing so, especially when Chris Paul gets back into the fold. Because for whatever reason, there's this thought that when Chris Paul's there, he's not going to get as many shots um, and, and not be as, as aggressive as he was last night. And I think that should not be the case. So I think it can, I think it can continue for sure. 
Yeah, it can. And, and for him, it's a matter of aggression and also for the Suns putting him in the right positions. I went back and watched all of his buckets last night and wrote an article about this on gophnx.com. But if you look at the way the Suns were using him, they were getting him downhill. They were hitting him on the wing and he was attacking bad closeouts, getting to the basket, pulling up for the mid-range jumper. There's not a lot of guys that can contest that shot. So it is a mindset thing as well. In addition to how they're using him off the ball, they need to do that a little bit more. I know they want him to facilitate and play make, but you've got to put him in spots where he's at his best. Yeah, you're 100% right. Kenny, yes. Willie, I think that's going to be very much up to him and and how much he attacks. It's just a matter of does he take enough shots to have that kind of an impact offensively, and right now he's going to have to. I mean, there's not really a choice with, with where they are, but when guys come back, when CB3 comes back, when Cam Johnson comes back, does he keep that aggression or does he regress back to the guy that we saw that just picks and chooses every once in a while? And I, and I will say, I don't know if he, he's not going to do what he did last night consistently. That's my thing is I think the aggression can be there consistently. The exact performance of last night. No. Right. Yeah. I'm not. So but if you yet. if you look at his season as a whole on drives this season out of guys who have driven to the basket at least 40 times, he has the second highest points percentage in the NBA in terms of the Suns have scored on those possessions. The, <laughs> My- the percentage is 98.1 percent we got to read this chat real quick go ahead uh respect for pain and shamit this is from mike b they played great as well mikhail dies this i need to see consistency <laughs> and then the next ch- ch- uh, comment from a hello said had me scared there mike because he does correct himself <laughs> says does this that was a terrible autocorrect that's for sure <laughs> sometimes they'll get you you gotta be careful all right our next mailbag question comes from kunal who asked would you rather have Aiden or mikhail for the rest Ooh. of their career. This is a fantastic question. Also, screw you for making me make tough choices. <laughs> I know, I hated this um, question. I, I'll say it right now. Uh, compared to, to their growth and development and what they're doing currently on this Suns roster, I would probably go with Mikhail. I would. It hurts me to say that so much. <laughs> I, I would probably go with Mikhail because I just feel like my expectation on DA is far higher than Mikhail's, and he has consistently not met those expectations too many times for my liking. And Mikhail is a lot more consistent than DA. Um, so, you know, especially on the defensive end, you give it to me at least on one end consistently, that's still more than DA because DA has run into foul trouble. He's not on the court as much as he should be, you know. So, um, so I would say Mikhail. Yeah, I'm going to go Mikhail just because of skill set. That perimeter skill set is more valuable. That ability to create your own offense in this league at that position is more valuable. Um, He still needs to do it consistently, obviously, and both of them have had their issues with that. Um, But I will say that you look at what the Suns have been able to get out of JaVale McGee, Dario Saric, Bismack Biombo, now Jock Landale at the center spot. They're very good at getting what they need out of centers, and it's just inherently a less valuable position right now in the NBA. The the Warriors just won it with Kevon Looney as their starting center by playing good defense, by offensive rebounding, by doing the little things, and the Suns, like, committing a max contract to a guy like that, you're going to need him to continue to grow a lot more than what he's shown so far. I apologize, Gerald. I was just throwing my phone. Hopefully the gift (laughs) was enough to make it all right. It's it's all good. You get a Uh, pass today. Anyways, uh, what was the question, Mikhail or DA? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I... It's math. We go back to math is undefeated, right? Mm-hmm. Look what you're paying DA for what you're getting. Look at what you're paying for McHale for the production you're getting. I'm taking McHale uh, just because of the math of the situation. And and to Gerald's point, I, I think you can find a guy that can do some of the things DA does at a at a cheaper price. They won't do all of them. They won't do do them quite as effectively, but you can I think you could probably make up for some of them uh, around the way. I think the conversation has become um not it, it went from DA and Mikhail's potential, which I think everybody leaned DA because he was still young and he had just such and and centers obviously they develop at a slower pace than everybody else. Um to now we're in year five, 
uh, what are you doing for me now? And mm-hmm. what are you providing to me uh, on a consistent basis? And in that regard, the conversation is completely flipped. And now it's Mikhail um, that that draws the favor. And the chat is absolutely backing that as well. And so, uh, listen, DA's got a lot of growing up to do. He's got a lot. He's got a long way to go to really bounce back and 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 be the dominant force that we all think he can be. Mm-hmm. But he's just got to find that consistency. And I don't know where he's going to find it to be honest with you. And that's what, that's the thing that worries me. Do you think this question would be answered differently if DA had himself a night last night and not Mikel? Do you think no, there's a little bit of recency bias we, with this? No, we wouldn't even be talking about it because you're, you're expecting DA to be that guy. I think there is some recency bias, but to Saul's point, it is about who are you now? Like, are, are you the guy? Because they've both gotten their contract extensions now. And you have a very you have a window that if you listen to some is is very small so you need to maximize that potential and DA's not doing that right now what's crazy to me is we went from talking about the core four right Booker DA McHale Cam Johnson now there's questions about two of the four is DA the guy is he here for the long term and Will they sign Cam after the injury stuff? So you could be down to two of your core four in, in short order, potentially. I, I still think, ideally, you want all four around because when healthy, Cam Johnson's a legit difference maker. And, and you know, this is assuming we have to pick one or the other. We, we don't, in reality. They can keep both as long as they both continue to improve because with these four guys, they are a contender. Um, I, I do think that there might be some recency bias, but part of it is because it's looking at what, how the Suns are going to play as Chris Paul continues to take more of a back seat. Like Booker and DA have a good connection in the pick and roll, but it's not Chris Paul mm-hmm. in terms of being able to serve guys up on a silver platter. So if you're looking at skill sets like Mikhail post Chris Paul era is going to be okay still. DA, you're going to have to work a little bit harder to get him his offense. You could swallow CP3 losing a step or fading back, um, you know, declining in his performance if DA is offsetting that performance with his own with his own performance, but he's not. And mm-hmm. and and again, like w- when you're looking at the optics of this season, before we even started game number 1, you were talking about, you know, uh, the the kerfuffle, if you will, with Monty and Da and how that wasn't working so much, and and the lack or the perception or the lack of him getting involved in the offense on a more consistent basis. Um, and when we started the season, they made a concerted effort to get the ball to him. Then you talk about Chris Paul's decline, uh, and then you talk about you know, then Cam Johnson gets hurt. It feels like at every step, when there's an expectation that Da needs to step up. He, he doesn't step up to that occasion. Uh, it's it, You know that your team is expecting you to reach a certain level to offset what you have just lost. And time and time again, it seems like those games, he doesn't. And that's what frustrates me so much is that you know Cam Johnson's gone. You know you have to step up two fouls in like 30 seconds. Like, bro, what are we doing right now? You've got to play better. you got to be smarter. you just got to be the number one pick that we all thought you were going to be. Even if you don't match Luka, you can still be a fantastic player. One the one time he matched what what we were hoping for was that playoff run to the finals. Mm-hmm. That that was when you saw him do that. But one thing I am concerned about is the the idea that you can just automatically replace DA with any center, no. like from last year. Because part of why you could do that and see that success was Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Without Chris Paul. That changes that dynamic as well. It definitely does. But I, I do think the Suns, and this just seems in line with what we saw from contract negotiations last year, I think that they think that if they can get 80% out of another center, a lower-cost center, out from what they get of DA, they would have been happy with that. I yeah. think they matched DA because it was the smartest thing to do in that situation. But ideally in their world, they'd be paying for like a Kevon Looney or someone who sets good screens, hits the boards hard, can defend in space, and they'd be okay with that downgrade if it allows them to a lot money elsewhere on the perimeter. Okay, so there's a few more follow-ups from the chat. I just real quickly. Um so Coda Kid said, if DA wasn't taken one overall and wasn't on a max contract, would we be okay with his play now? A lot of people are asking if we have too high expectations for DA. Is it the number one pick and the money that make the expectations as high as they are? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So, so we yeah. would be totally fine with DA if he was making less than I don't, know if, I, don't know, I don't know if we'd be totally fine, but we'd be better with it. Yes. Right. If he okay. and McHale flipped picks, if DA was the 10th pick and was sitting here on a four year 90, I think everybody's like, okay, yeah, that's not bad. Right. It's when right. you go number one, you have a max deal. The, the whole fiasco about the contract and everything with that, and it, like, that, that adds up. And eventually you get to the point where I think Saul and I have reached where it's like, okay, enough excuses. It's yeah. either you show it or, or you're not it, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll come back to DA at some point in time. But for now, let's move on to our next question. This one comes from Sun's Muse on Twitter. They asked... Stat-based questions, which of the following is more likely to happen the most times? More Booker 30-plus point and 10-plus assist games? More Mikel 30-plus point and 3-plus steals games? Or Aiton 20-plus point and 12-plus rebound games? So do you guys want the number of how many times these have actually happened thus far? Oh, sure. you have them? Yes. Oh, so research. Book, Book has had 13 games of at least 30 and 10. Wow. Mikhail has had exactly one game, which was yesterday, <laughs> of 30 and 3. And DA has had 38 games of at least 20 and 12. I was going to say DA was kind of the easy answer, honestly. Because yeah. with Chris Paul around, Book's not going to get to 10 assists very often. And three steals alone is hard. Like, add in 30 points, that's a lot. 20 and 12 feels like way easier to attain. Well, yeah, McHale's stat line in general last night had only happened five other times in Suns history. So mm-hmm. keep that in perspective as well. But, I mean, is this how likely it, it's to happen any night or how likely... The consistency. Like, how, how many times do you think it's going to well, happen more as, than the others? As a son? I don't know how long DA will be a son if... Uh, uh, you know, That's not guess, the question. I would guess the question would mean like this year. This year? That's what I would Look, guess. I think DA probably accomplishes it the most, but Devin having those kind of games has become something that isn't that crazy either. So Yeah, I would say it goes... D.A., Book, Mikel, yeah, in that yeah. order as far as I think as this season is probably happens. more likely Booker will do what he does as opposed to D.A. You think so? hmm Okay. I mean, I'm not mad at that. That would be pretty impressive. Yeah. That would be cool. Okay, so we have <laughs> that another. That makes him an MVP if he <laughs> yeah, does for sure. Times. Well, that's the goal. Let's <laughs> well, I know. Another one from Kunal who asked, if Shay and KD become available and were around the same price, who would you choose? No guarantee that either would stay long term. Shea, without a hesitation, because oh, he answers your Chris Paul replacement uh, question, which is the biggest question facing this franchise and may come about next offseason. Oh, I I have no doubt that it's, it's Shea for sure. Um, I'm not going to get into the Chris Paul thing just because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole right now. But, yeah, I think Shea. Shea's playing at a high level right now. He's younger. Um, so, you know, and, and Chris Durant, or Chris Durant, Kevin Durant has battled injuries, so you can never really guarantee on that. So, yeah, I would definitely go with Shea. Man, I'm going I with think KD, it, guys. I think it's just the age thing. You can move Shea, because mm-hmm. it says no guarantee that they'll stay here long term. The potential to get something in return for Shea is much higher than to get something for Kate in return but for But they're KD. both under contract for, like, the next three or four years Perfect. at least. Perfect, Shea. So. I'm I'm gonna go KD on this one, honestly. Like I I get the long term wanting the Chris Paul replacement, and that's why I have been touting him for months as a trade target for the Suns. But like KD, you could win a title this year. I think you could with Shea, but I think KD bumps your ceiling up more this season. And the whole point is to just win one title. Like this is the year. This might be the last year that you have a healthy Chris Paul. Or a decent Chris Paul. But I, I think you do it now, especially with Cam Johnson. Hurt. But I think with Shea, you give your cha- your yourself more more bites at that apple for a longer period of time, as opposed to with KD. Maybe you're talking about the next year or two before everything starts to fall apart. You do, but you get a bigger bite of the apple with Kevin Durant, like this year. De- I guess it depends on what you give up, though. Like, I well, mean, I know you'd be giving it up the same thing for each guy, but it mm-hmm. depends on. What position you're dealing from? You know who who are you throwing in there? Well, we're trading like, Chris well, Paul and four picks I for Shea. So it's I would say the understanding solved. of this what question because about? they did say they were around the same price. So mm. just in theory, outside of like extra throw-ins yeah. to make the money work, yeah. the same core pieces yeah. are going out. That's yeah. what you have yeah. to mm. answer the, this question with. The I'm, understanding. I'm just thinking. 
I am. Uh, <laughs> it's sorry. distracting as fuck. Uh, Shea, uh, I think Shea becomes your sixth man off the bench, makes your bench unit better, and, and increases your championship chances. Now, KD obviously is is a superstar uh, still at this point, but I I don't know. I think it's an easier transition to bring SGA in if you were going to get him this season than trying to work KD into everything this season. That would be my other argument and as to why. Here's a hot take on a bold take. If Shea Gilgis Alexander came to the Suns, I, I think it would be only a matter of time before you you bump Chris Paul to the to the bench as opposed to say Shea Gilgis Alexander. This dude's dropping like 30 a game. Mm-hmm. Like you're just going to uh well we we're just gonna play you for twenty to twenty-five a night. Fuck no, you're not. You're gonna you're gonna give him that. some run. You said he wouldn't start. He'd be your sixth. Yeah, I don't three think seconds can, of the game. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you could do. I think you honestly just go small and start them both. Honestly, yeah. to keep everybody happy. But yeah, I mean, either if if either Aiden, one of these guys Aiden comes off the bench, well, if either you, one, Aiden oh, may shit. be the price. Aiden may be the price though. Well, yeah, that's so the you may thing. Have is, to go small. That's the thing is it depends. We're talking about similar prices, but it's going to cost you part of your core to make either mm-hmm. one of these deals anyway. So I, if either one of them became available and the Suns could trade for them, that would be fucking fantastic. But I honestly don't see either <laughs> I, one happening. I love that we're point. sitting here going, no, 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 no. Right. I don't want KD. Right. <laughs> I, I want Shea. Just, I'll take either is really the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's correct. Okay, our next question comes from Josh, and they asked, uh, the Spurs New City Edition jersey draws inspiration from the 1996 All-Star Game jersey. What do you think of a Sun City Edition that also draws inspiration, or that draws inspiration from the 1995 All-Star Game jersey? I have wanted to see this. I think that it was one of the most creative designs uh, in NBA history. Uh, it was it was imaginative. It captured the feeling of the Southwest. I think you could take many elements, combine it with something from the Sunburst as well, and give you give you something that is a truly unique new uniform set for this team. Because if the burst coming back full time isn't possible, harken back to something close to it, and I think that design uh, would be a beautiful thing to do. The jerseys from like the '90s era are still my favorite they're the best they're the most creative they're the most ludicrous and like cartoonish and whatever but mm-hmm. they have character and i love those all-star game jerseys the purple ones the white ones mm-hmm. bring them both back like or a revamped modern version of it would be really cool with like the cactus on it and everything yeah i, I would love a jersey like that fun fact if you've seen the coyotes reverse retro mm-hmm. they have a lizard on the shoulder mm-hmm. that lizard was actually part of the 95 all-star game design oh that's awesome I wouldn't even be mad if they just brought that exact jersey back, to be honest with you. It doesn't even have to be. Like, I'll take an inspired jersey from that, but I'll also take the exact same thing, too. Drop drop the star, and then I'd take it. That's fair. That's fine. That's the kind of jersey that I feel like you could come up with if you were uh, hanging out with our friends over at OG's. Yeah. Like really creative, you you pop an OGs, <laughs> then you get all your creative juices flowing. You're just in a really good zen space to create something that is super dope and epic. Oh, or you freak out when you see that jersey while you're while you're on something. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. No, I think it's a positive. It's always a positive, especially with OGs. OGs is always a great True. time, whether you're hanging out and enjoying all of the different varieties of flavors and items that OGs has to offer, or you're enjoying a great night's sleep from their Sleepy Time Gummy, which they just launched a few months ago. OGs is top-notch. They're some really great people over there, really great products. We highly recommend you guys check out OGs. You can find them online at ogsbrands.com. You can find them on Instagram at ogsbrands. And, of course, you can find them at your local dispensary, but you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Do you feel like OGs makes you creative? Um, no, no, not, not especially. <laughs> it makes me feel really good. I feel, but, like, I feel like it's a, it's like it a creative release. No, almost. no, like when you're feeling I, mentally I, blocked, I, I feel like OGs opens up the creative. I don't know days. if it makes me creative, but it does make me more spontaneous. Okay, mm. that could be good. Shane, Shane's not in his head in agreement with yeah. me. He said OGs <laughs> definitely unlocks the creative floodgates. Uh, no, I, I got something that I have to share with you some okay. breaking news right mm. we've talked about my love for tay right mm-hmm. i'm a swifty 
I can get Taylor Swift tickets for 240 bucks on the game. Oh, they went down. Wow. It went down significantly. Uh, Like double. Like I... I the day it happened, it was two ninety nine. It it skyrocketed into the three hundreds right 483 now. Four hundred eighty three at one point. Was it? Yeah. So I can get for two forty two right now. But you know what? If mm-hmm. I wait till closer to March and I procrastinate, mm-hmm. it gets even better on the game time app. I, I I'm not gonna say throw out a number, but imagine getting into Taylor Swift for for something that is even less of a hit on your pocketbook than two hundred and forty two bucks. It's well worth it. If if Taylor Swift isn't your thing, and I know there's three people on this set staring at me because it isn't theirs, uh, <laughs> you can get anything. Sports, concerts. Uh, you know, I'm sure if we did some kind of stage show where we sold tickets to the podcast, you could get it on the Game Time app, <laughs> uh, and you can get it for for cheap. Sometimes sixty percent less than you get it. Uh, anywhere else and it pays to procrastinate with the game time app make sure to click that link in our show notes it helps us and it helps you save some money so go over to game time now okay so our next question comes from tim they asked who was your celebrity crush when you were a teenager and who is your now we're getting to the real stuff let's go (laughs) uh my celebrity crush when i was a teenager it was two of them Okay. I can't separate these two because I was just in love with both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet Jackson in the If video. Okay. Because goddamn. <laughs> uh, and Kelly Kapowski. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All day, every day. Yes. Both of them. Those are good ones. Um, wait, my, wait, was that, is that a your, now? Oh, I'm current? sorry. And then, and then currently, <laughs> I don't really have one current. I'm going to go cheesy. I love my wife. So. Aww. Aww. That's nice. I was, I was basically stealing Espo's thunder because I'm sure he's either going to say his oh, wife no. or his daughter. Nope, I got, I, I got something better than that. So. Um, yeah, for me, it was definitely Natalie Portman growing up as a kid. Just an impeccable star. I bet you really wanted to be uh, Darth, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> he, he wanted to be we, we literally were that for Halloween this year, my fiance. But Gerald's like, I got my childhood dreams. I did. Aww. They came true. Um, but yeah, it was Natalie Portman. It's still honestly Natalie Portman, but for variety, I'll say Ana de Armas. She okay. is on. <laughs> she's on a heater. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, I gotta say. It was Topanga and it was Kelly Kapowski. Topanga Topanga and Kelly Kapowski. If you are of a certain age like Saul and I are, uh, that was definitely definitely right there in the wheelhouse. And my celebrity crush now is me. I love myself. Uh, I love me some me. And you're a celebrity. That was a good one. I feel like I don't really have celebrity crushes anymore. I don't know if it's just like I'm not consuming enough celebrity things or just nothing is like... Nothing's a vibe. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, like a kid kid, it was Lance Bass from NSYNC. <laughs> when I was a teenager, it was more like the like Travis Barker bad boy kind of vibe. Uh-huh. Like that was it. Okay. Um, now I feel like I just go based off vibes. And there's not a lot of people in Hollywood who I feel like have good vibes. But Zoe Kravitz has great vibes. Mm. Zoe <gasps> Kravitz does. <laughs> she, she's got great vibes. So yeah. I'm going to go Zoe Kravitz. There you go. I approve. Shane approves. <laughs> Connor says uh, in the chat says Scarlett Johansson. That's not yeah, a good yeah. Josh Hunt said Shakira. That was my second Shakira's childhood good. crush. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. solid answer. Okay, Suns Geek Aaron asked, I need to know if you're stuck on an island, what PHNX employee would be the one person you're stuck with? Who like are we stuck on the island forever? Like th- this is it. Like okay, we're, so we're like on Castaway this, and it's just two people. We're gonna and do this two ways. You can pick one person who you think will help you get off an island, and the second answer Ooh. is somebody who you are stuck on the island with. You can't get off. You're just stuck with them okay. until you both die. All right. Okay. I I would say uh, if I was stuck on the island, I'm trying to get off, and somebody I needed somebody to help me. Mm. I'm probably going with Petey. Because mm-hmm. PD is crafty, he's a hard worker, um, and he's also the dude with the most anxiety. He'd be having a panic attack that you're stuck on the island. This is my fucking choice, guy. <laughs> you pick your own shit, okay? Um, so definitely PD. Um, and then if I was stuck there forever for purgatory, I'd say Lindsay because she would keep it spicy. Mm-hmm. I was probably gonna say to get off the island, probably Saul to chill with. I would probably say Shane. Just because we have a good rapport, and he would start barking if there were intruders. So we. You know what? I think Gerald would be the guy I choose to 
to help me get off the island because he's the one with the most, uh, you know, to to get back here for in terms of he's got a fiance. He's super motivated. He hasn't been married yet, so he wants to get to that point. Espo, you, you have know, a child. I, well, I'm not saying I can't choose myself. Ph and Xer. It's well, I know, but he said the most. I don't have the most. Well, no, but look, I no. Your fiance. No, listen, listen, we were all talking about this before the show, and everyone agreed that Gerald had the most motivation to get yes. back. Yes. Uh, okay. I'll yeah, take like it you're living your dream job. You got the fiance. Like I, I well, think he was living his dream I, job until we get crash on a fucking <laughs> island. I, I think if I had to be just stuck on the island with somebody, and I'd have to pick somebody that wouldn't drive me completely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leah, I feel like Leah. Leah is a solid although answer. Leah would probably be trying to clean the island too much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Your your no. leaves over there are too messy. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I I don't think Leah would be my choice because Leah would absolutely drive me crazy with being like, "Oh, you're really just gonna do that, really?" Like, or trying to make it sure that like, no, you can't you can't put the bamboo in the fucking you know in yeah. this column over here. All where the palm like, leaves go. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> not, Leah. For she, sure not. She's like day five. There's I no organize way. the seashells. <laughs> Yeah. There's just no way. But she also wouldn't let you eat anything poisonous. And like, she would make it very, like, she would make it feel like home. It's very calming, too. Even when she's trying to organize, it's very calming. No, so. no. Like, yes. I'm on an island. I, there ain't shit around here. <laughs> you just throw a banana at you. Why just throw a banana at you? I just, um, I, like I said, like, I just, I don't. Yeah. I, I your, also for, it's, your, it's your choice. Though. I also forget to say, uh, girth, uh, you know, is the one that's probably in the best shape in the building too. Uh. So when my uh, my my lazy ass fails at a lot of things, <laughs> he could help me do that uh, and try well, to build. Espo, so. just so you know, if you're stuck on an island, you're probably gonna be half the size. Well, I would. You are. Now. I mean, it'd be a great diet. I'm not, <laughs> I might go. Hey, can <laughs> we wait a little while longer till I hit that 180? I want to be at. Then we can leave the island. I'm gonna be sweating my ass off building shit. He's gonna come back from like a spa retreat on the island like, yeah. Yeah. very relaxing no, he'll just he'll co- he'll act like he's doing something but it's just like he's just like putting leaves in a pile <laughs> meanwhile fucking you're over there sweating your ass off trying to build shit trust me it, i know i built the whole fucking office it'd be tough for me to try to use the saul saul told me this excuse i got to do this for saul yep. i can't help you since saul wouldn't be there so. yep, yep. i feel like to get off the island it would be a toss-up between saul or shane mm-hmm. if i was just chilling on the island i feel like i'd pick sean how is Shane gonna help you get off the I island? I feel like Shane's resourceful <laughs> if he has to be. For those of you who didn't hear that, Sean said, "Use him for utility. Use me for the vibes." Um, I, I'm also yeah. So Shane is yeah, the utility. But, Sean but is the also vibe. Sean. Like, if you were stuck on the island with Sean, you guys would argue. And then you just be like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill yeah. you. Sean would be fun thing. for a day. Sean and I would argue, but then we both would have a very clear understanding that that side is your, uh, the island is yours, and this side is mine. You need to stay there for five days until we can the, talk again. Uh, yeah. We would respect that. Five days? The, on, However best, long we, days. we need five solitude. Five days that's, that's on the like, other side of the island? Both that of is us quite really crave solitude as well. Quite, that is quite literally you only have two days where you're actually talking to each other because you're dead after seven. So. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, they'd be great. We get to have two great days of talking and then five great days of solitude. You It'd would, be wonderful. You would finally get to know what Sean actually is a lead at because he says he's a lead at everything. <laughs> yeah. But you would be able to see. <laughs> no, 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 if you want me to survive, <laughs> just here for the vibes. You know. Okay, hold on, real quick. Josh said David is such an underrated choice. I was initially thinking David, and when I came into the office today, I said, "Hey, David, if you were stuck on an island, how would you get off, or what would you do?" And he'd be like, "I think I've just." Give up after like two days. So that's why I didn't pick David because his answer was like, "Yeah, I'm just, good. I'm just gonna like." You just look up on the cliff and there he is. What the hell? Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, you read books. You're so interested in like all these a wide variety of topics. He's like, Nah, I think I'm just gonna dip out. You know who? You know who we probably overlooked. Mm. I think Emma would be low key no. uh, helpful. No. Not even a little bit. I don't know about that. Not even a little bit. I, I love know. Emma to death, but you hell got, no. You guys are, are sleeping <laughs> David, on Emma. See, I, the, I think the, it'd be good. The thing with David is that, well, first of all, there's no books on the island, but no. it, he wouldn't be good to chill with either because every five minutes he'd be like, Did you know that the. the, <laughs> the, 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 the hold on. The, the leader of the Ottoman Empire was assassinated by a fruit. 
<laughs> this fruit, in fact. <laughs> You're next. Oh, we would have man. a lot of random uh, we, we all are in agreement, I think, that we would not want to be stuck on the island with Chirsten or, or Michaela because they would probably kill us. No. <laughs> no, they, yeah. they'd be able to tell you where the best lighting is on the island. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I think like I would Mac wake up. would kill us before Cheerston. We'd oh. last a little bit longer with Cheerston before she decided to kill us. Yeah, I think we're both goners if, if they were. Because <laughs> I would just wake up and they would just be hovered over with a rock. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. So I'm thinking a lot of people here might be like that. Speaking in Latin. Oh, man. Okay, our next question comes from Joel. Joel asked, any chance we could get Tobias Harris, Aaron Gordon, or take a chance on Miles Bridges, laughing face emoji, maybe a oh, one-year God, contract? No. That's a hard no oh, on God, Miles Bridges. Hard yeah, not Joel. even going to happen on Miles Bridges. I'd rather, have, no. I'd rather have Miles Teller on this roster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everyone I, freaked out over Grayson Allen. The, like, this yeah. is a whole nother can of I don't, worms. No. That's I don't a hard no. I don't think there's any chance of any one of those. Maybe Tobias Harris. But he's got a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty high contract. So I don't think any any of those three would work. Yeah, Nuggets like Aaron Gordon, and they're competing right now. Tobias Harris, too big of a contract. Miles Bridges not touching him with a twenty foot pole. Nope. So there's an easy answer for you. Yeah. Sorry to sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, oh Central to Phoenix Suns asked. You guys think Katie will be requesting a trade again at the deadline? I think with every loss, that Katie trade package gets cheaper and more realistic. Nobody is going to give up a haul of picks next offseason for 35-year-old Katie. Maybe we have a better chance to get him? No chance. No chance. Because they just won three out of four without dipshit. And they're they're off and running right now, in my opinion. The vibes are way better around that organization. Uh, they seem like things are starting to click. Um, so I know you think that they were losing, but they're not losing anymore. Uh, they they actually look like they're starting to get their shit together because of Jock Vaughn and company, and and like I said, dipshit's gone. And so. not having Kyrie. So well, I think if they bring Kyrie back and the vibes <laughs> and the vibes go downhill. Because I don't know if the NBA is going to hold firm on suspending him for however long. Well, that was the team. Yeah, that was the team. But you know that that came from mm. the NBA. Um, well, I, I, I don't. Well, their fifth game is tomorrow, so we'll see. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. It's a low chance because I think the vibes are a little bit better right now. But I'm not gonna rule out that they kind of fall off if Kyrie comes. Katie back. also but, got half of his wish as far as who he wanted removed yeah. from the organization. So at least he's maybe in theory 50 percent better. Mm. I think LeBron telegraphed something that's about to happen and it was the real lebron i checked on twitter it wasn't fake guy with <laughs> lebron james right. six five four three two one mm -hmm. behind it uh and he said today something to the extent of uh you know i know it might be controversial but they should let Kyrie play Mm. I think the trade that's going to happen is Kyrie for Westbrook at some point. I think the Nets would <sighs> happily take that. And I yeah. think LeBron <laughs> and the Lakers would, would do it because they're looking for any path out of whatever hell they're in right now. you think now. it's better with Kyrie, though? Be from an on-court perspective, yeah. Yeah, but the off of the court, like everywhere Kyrie goes, he blows that shit up. Yeah, but mm -hmm. you're renting Kyrie for, for seven months here if you're the Lakers oh in a situation where you have no hope right now. They're desperate and LeBron pulls the strings and LeBron's won with Kyrie. I think that's the move and the I, Nets make long before they deal Katie. I'm sure LeBron thinks he could also help control I can what fix happens yeah, off but, the but court. But Kyrie's already thrown LeBron under the bus once before, so yeah. why would it be any different? Listen, Kyrie is in a, another world that he only exists in. Kyrie is only concerned about Kyrie. He could give a shit about his teammates or anybody else around him. He burns everything to the ground, everything. He did it in Cleveland. He did it in Boston. He did it multiple times in, in Brooklyn. Like, he is just the worst player to have on your team, point blank. I agree wholeheartedly, but... The Lakers are, are in the basement. They're at ground level. There's nothing to burn down right now. They're looking for any hope. So I think that's a more realistic thing to happen than KD getting moved out of, out of Brooklyn right now. Well, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Knight Rider 92 asked, which dish at Thanksgiving would represent each of oh, the yeah. PHNX shows? So, so Lindsay and I came up with a fantastic we list. We did. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want us to just tell you yeah, what we you guys, think and yeah, then you we'll let us know if you agree or not? <laughs> okay. 
So the Suns, of course, is the main meat. Of course. We we hold down <laughs> yeah. the whole table. So we're the turkey. The mm -hmm. Cardinals. Cooked however you like. Yes. Mm -hmm. Could be fried. Could be whatever. Could be a ham if you're not in a turkey. Could be mm -hmm. stuffed with OGs. Cardinals are the secondary meat, right? Mm -hmm. There's always somebody who brings an additional meat dish, which is great. But it's not the main meat. Why do I feel dish, like this okay? is about to get real insulting? Just, no, it's not really the insulting. The Sun like, Devils is the sweet potato casserole or it. the sweet potato <laughs> pie. I knew it. Hear me out. It's because that dish is part of both dinner and dessert. Mm -hmm. It can it can go both ways. Yeah. So it's it's a legit meal portion of the meal for the table, and it's a lot of fun at dessert. Yes. So like yes. they they go they got both sides of that coin. Yep. U of A. Uh, U of A is, what did we say? Stuffing. Oh, yeah, U of A is stuffing because it definitely uh, it, it definitely tastes better than it looks. Yeah. That's basically what we're saying. <laughs> right? Right? Like, listen, my guy, Mike Luke, is is down there doing the Lord's work by himself. Mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes he gets up and just goes to the bathroom on his own. And his co-host <laughs> is just sitting there, just chilling, hanging out, doing his thing. But guess what? He's got the second most downloads of the company. That's how he rolls. So, hey, it always tastes better than it looks. Okay, coyotes are gravy and or cranberry sauce yep. because they can take something that oftentimes can be mid and make it even better. Yes. Right? <laughs> and they both come in very small containers, just like the arena. Exactly. Yes. TPSP. What did we say? Red wine. Oh, yeah. Because a little bit's really good, but too much will get you fucked up. <laughs> 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 and then the rising mercury bets and fantasy show are all the remaining side dishes that are very important to a thanksgiving meal so whatever ones are your favorites those are what all of them no, represent no, 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 we're talking no, 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 corn no, no, mac and cheese no no no, 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 no. you're not mashed potatoes you're not copping out what is bets you give me a right answer oh, no, no, no. bets oh, no, is the drunk uncle at the table all right did we not do d-bags no, oh, oh we didn't do d-bags no. what's d-bags the uh, uh, Josh, Josh said oh, yeah. D-backs is the silverware because they got all the tools. That works. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. That is hey, true. That's a good that one. Jesse and Derek are not tools, all right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bets, bets would be just uh, maybe like a napkin. Oh! Wow! <laughs> it cleans shit up. Hey, it's just Shane there because... Shane, 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 it's because you guys clean up. You guys' record is like really, really good, is it not? Oh my! I mean, that's gosh. not bad. You're, you're, I'll, I'll, take it. I'll take it. You're prosciutto wrapped asparagus because not many people know about how good it is, there and they go. need to. It needs to be a more common hey, theme. I, still, about I just that. want to say, NBA picks yesterday went six and zero. Oh, so there you go. Hey like I said, you clean I shit still, up. I still think Betts is the drunk degenerate uncle at the table. Like, <laughs> Which are always uh, a fun part Which of the party. They're unique. They that's are for unique. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's fun in one way or the other because you're either in the corner and you're laughing at what's happening or you're involved with it and you'll laugh about it later. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so at some point in time, it'll turn funny. It's just a matter of how Listen, long. at the end of the day, we make one complete meal and every single piece is a vital a part. Yes. yes. Absolutely. What's tinfoil hat club? Is that just a creepy neighbor staring? No, you in? just don't get in the house. That's just what that is. Yeah, that's the racist uncles. Oh, that, no. oh, no. that doesn't get. Wow. He doesn't get invited. No. We keep him wow. on the outside. We don't even tell him that Thanksgiving dinner is fucking happening. Oh no. He, he's not allowed to hold the baby. No, no, no. He stays away from the kids. Oh. Here's my. an important thing. David did correct me. The Ottoman Empire. Um, the person that led it did not die of a fruit. He died of gout. So. Oh, of gout. <laughs> of course. Gout. Not fruit, but gout. That's a really important thing. <laughs> Thank you for that, yes. for that update, that breaking news. <laughs> okay, so we were going to do a fall draft to close out today's show. Yeah, but it's do it. four. Do you guys want to so keep what? doing let's it? Let's go. Okay, we're here. All that's right. fine. What's the order? Uh, just go one, two, three, four. Yeah, there we go. I go first? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're talking fall. As in, like, what? Let's define fall. Does Christmas count into fall or is that winter? I think that's winter. So what, like mid-September to, to the end December of November? December 21st yeah. is the start of winter, isn't it? I think September to November. Right. September yeah, but, to November. Yeah. Okay, so then I'm going to take Halloween over first. Oh, damn it, Week. Lindsay. Yeah. Damn it, Lindsay. Week. Why wouldn't I take anything Week. else? It's arguably the best holiday. Duh, it is the best holiday. Okay, well, then I'm going with the second best, which is Thanksgiving. Oh. It's Ew. my favorite holiday. How is that the... Oh, my God. It's so. my favorite holiday. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to go with cooler temperatures, especially yeah. in Arizona. That's very important. That is good. I'm going to go with the start of football. Okay. Okay. And then the whip around. Uh, 
it's controversial, but a lot of people love it. Uh, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin Fill in whatever spice is you good. Want. Okay, um, I'm going to go with the NBA season starting. Damn it. I know. Um, it's tough now. It is it's extremely hard now. Mm -hmm. I did not think this through. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with soup. Soup, okay. Soup, I yeah. like soup. Soup's a good one. Um, let's see. This one's tough. Am I allowed to pick, like, can I just pick, like, decor? Yeah. If you, whatever fine? you sure, want. Yeah. It's fall related. I know that's a really there weird one. It just can't be a fall Christmas decor. tree. Fall decor. All right. I don't hmm. know if that's a good one. You want a yeah, basket? Well, you made it already. A Christmas tree basket, but that's our winter <laughs> draft. <so. laughs> that is our winter draft. Um, okay. How about I'll do... Um, can I just, do I have to make it specific or can I pick all like just say, chilly Linz. weather uh, clothing? Or do yeah. I need to be more specific like a hoodie? Mm. You probably need to be a little specific because there's other things yeah, that you just... might be able to pick. Okay, then I'll do hoodies. Okay. You got two of them. Oh, I have two and beanies. <laughs> um, I will I will go with the World Series. Thank you, Charles. Okay, okay. that's a good one. Oh, right, it's me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with gray sweatpants season. It's a phenomenal time of year. <laughs> Oh my God! Yikes. It's the hey most now. comfortable thing. Hey now, it's the most uh, comfortable thing in the world. I will go with. You know what the fuck you're doing, Gerald? No, I don't. <laughs> uh, the fact that. Oh my God! Nights, you guys. Nights are longer. It stays darker longer, especially here. I don't want to. I want the sun out at 5 a.m. and waking my ass up or my daughter's ass up. So I go with longer, uh, longer nights, and then. Longer gonna, nights? That's how it's going to yeah. be described? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. Okay. Um, I will go with... Uh, let's go with seasonal beers, like Four okay. Peaks Pumpkin Porter. Okay. Um, oh, man, it's a toss-up for me. It's between two. But since I didn't go to either one this year, I'm going to go with Haunted Houses. Okay. Okay. But State Fair would have been right there. Um, okay, I'm gonna go scary movies. Okay. And then I'm gonna do. No, that's, it. that's it. No, we have one more pick. I only have three things if I don't yeah. pick another no, thing. No, you were the first one to go, then you went back to back. And that's three things. And then you just picked right now. Yeah, so I only have four go, things. Yeah, yeah, I thought we, I thought we did thought five. five. Yeah, it's five. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought it was just four. My bad. Okay. Uh, so scary movies, and then should I steal Saul's? The state yes. fair? I'm yes. going to pick the state fair. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, cool, go cool, ahead, cool, Saul. Cool, what cool. you got last? Um, I'm going to go with um, piles of leaves. Piles <laughs> of leaves. Have you ever jumped into a Have you ever jumped into a pile of leaves? Yes, I think that's a great choice. Have you ever had to clean choice. it up though? Yeah. No. Yes. So are you guys really going to make me take the most basic thing that's still on the board? You like take the them most yourself? Basic what, pies? No, not pies. Pumpkin Everything. He said pumpkin spice. Said pumpkin everything. Yeah. That was oh, like his second pick. I wasn't listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go with fire pits then. Fire pits? Okay. Mm -hmm. Espo, uh, well, wait, no, Espo, you're done. No, this, no, this is no, the wait, last one. No, wait, never mind. This will be your last one. This is the last one. Uh, this is just personal to me, but I love it. My birthday. Espo's so, birthday. Yeah. When's your birthday? <laughs> November 30th. Oh. You should put that in your calendar right now. Sun's bulls. Okay. They're wearing the throwbacks. Let's get drunk. So this oh, is go. where we are at with this one. I have Halloween, hoodies, beanies, scary movies, and the state fair. Saul has Thanksgiving, soup, World Series, haunted houses, and piles of leaves. Gerald has cooler temperatures, NBA season, gray sweatpants season, seasonal beers, and fire pits. <laughs> Isn't seasonal and beers just like the pumpkin? Because what others... What I mean, other we can just change it. We can just change peppermint, it to pumpkin. Have you not had a peppermint beer? Peppermint beer. <laughs> do I? Do we need to make we'll it? Just, like we'll just make it the pumpkin beer? porter. We'll make it the pumpkin porter. Is that what we're going with? Yep. Okay. Does that fall under pumpkin spice? Yeah, we need a it ruling. Does, yeah, it does. does it, we need a ruling? No. Uh, I think. <sighs> I think seasonal beers is fine because there are there like there's the, Oktoberfest. The Oktoberfest. There's a lot of okay. different seasonal beers. Right. Seasonal beers is fine. Fair enough. Okay, we're sticking with seasonal beers. And then Espo has the start of football season, pumpkin spice, longer nights, the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors episode, and his birthday. 
All right. Are we actually gonna put this one on yes, Twitter? Yes, we, we need to. Well, I'm, lo- one on Twitter in a really I'm losing, time. and I'm fine yeah, with that. As soon as this people is, see Espo's birthday, I, they're I'm not gonna fine with that. <laughs> it's rough. Be real. That's true. Screw all you guys. It's important to me. If it didn't happen, oh, you know. know what? That's like, like the the evilness of Twitter. Yeah. That's just how people roll. I dropped the ball. Pumpkin what? patches. How do no. we not pick a pumpkin patch? Pumpkin patches are fucking pumpkin overrated. Pu- pumpkin, patch, pumpkin patches are probably my least favorite thing in this. Yeah, They're you're fun. riding around with some dinky ass old yes. freaking. It smells awful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tractor. You don't like cows and goats. Like you no. got hay fever. No. You're like, buying something that literally you have to gut with all that grossness, and then you have it at your house just to rot. Pumpkin patches are just yeah. dumb. Pumpkins in general are mid as fuck. <laughs> I like pumpkins. Wait. No, pumpkin, yeah. pumpkins, and then pumpkin when you were a kid, you were always worried somebody's gonna take it off your your doorstep and smash it. Like the, the pumpkins are just dumb. I don't think kids do that anymore. I've quite Anti-pumpkin. literally never oh, seen that. Oh, it happened in my neighborhood. I saw it in the well, middle of the street. Well, maybe it's because you're a hater of pumpkins, so they no. did it to you. No, they didn't do it to me. They did it to other people. Maybe they pumpkins meant to are do trash. Mm. Gourds in general are trash. Gourds. Mm, I disagree. Anyway, that's our fall draft. We will put it on Twitter. This time, for real, for real. Make sure Espo does that. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Before we say goodbye, Saul has something really important to tell you guys. Oh, you should check out Bad Birdie because they got a bunch of dope shit. Uh, I'm actually going to go hit the range right after this because I have nothing else to do. And I'm going to wear my Brad Bergie gear. I didn't wear it today. I don't know why I didn't wear it today, but they've got so many cool things. You should absolutely check them out. Go to badbirdie.com. Get yourself some nice gear. Badbirdiegolf.com. Thank yeah. you, sir. And use that, um, uh, and use that promo code PHNX and get sports. yourself... PHNX Sports. Can one, is it? Yeah. This is just such a great ad read. So it is. It can is. somebody give me one of those bad birdie hats? Yes. Those things are I, awesome. I'm working on it right now with Max. Yeah, but I, I the problem is, the problem is, is you actually have to go out and golf. I golf, just not well. What, do you have to golf to wear the, the merch? Yeah. Or can you just wear the merch because yeah. it's nice? Well... You can wear it if you want to wear it, wherever you want to wear it, because think, it's that nice of yeah. a material. I don't think the bad birdie people are sitting there going, hey, let's take that whole uh, world out there that could buy our stuff, and let's shrink it down to only if you play golf. So says Jay said, did somebody <laughs> say golf? Connor asked if mini golf counts. Mini golf absolutely counts. If you go mini golf golfing and you're fully decked out in bad birdie gear, if you don't send us a picture, we can't be friends anymore. That's mm. just, that's the rule. <laughs> what if I p- play PGA 2K23? Uh, Can I wear my bad birdie Yes. Self? And All you right. better post a picture of it. I'm down. So one more time, that's badbirdiegolf.com. Use code PHNX Sports to get 15% off your order. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow. We've got a game, so we'll have a pregame show 30 minutes before tip-off, and then we will see you again after the game wraps up. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Turquoise is the best color ever. (laughs) Ahoy, hoy. (laughs) Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PH and X though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always rep the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G. No plan B. Always on the job. My team move like the mob. Turn the beat on. I throw it down.